guys, welcome to another Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon themed edition of Love and Justice. Uh, we decided it was too long since we talked about Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, so we wanted to yeah. bring it back around and talk about a little uh, story deviation that we hadn't covered yet on the podcast, which involves the awakening of Kunzite, who is the leader of the Shitano. You mean babelicious? <laughs> You mean they put a bad wig on him and then gave him all of his coons like gear and were like, psych, right? he's super hot, but also he still kind of looks hot even with the weird sweater and the ugly wig. I love you, Big Trouble in Little China. In retrospect, it may not actually be a wig. It might just be his actual hair with poorly. No, they just combed oh, no, no, it down. Oh, no, yeah, the they just combed thing. it down. And then put yeah. it up in his sweet top knot later. Yeah, right. and, and added, added those extensions, extensions that ultimately caused young girls to oh. turn into Yoma. We're not going to ruin it for you guys, but it's nasty, and you're going to hear all about it. It's yep. very true. It's so, gross. So uh, look forward to that. Enjoy. Enjoy this episode of the podcast. <laughs> Try not to barf a little in your mouth. <laughs> I promise nothing. I, I'm not a queasy blood person. <laughs> Especially if it's mine. Like right. Somebody else's blood, it's I don't know. It's just absurd amounts of blood coming out of your ear. And right, you're like <laughs> such a tiny ear. You don't think I, it would bleed so I profusely. Even think that there I mean, this is going to sound really naive of me. That uh, there was blood in it? Yeah. I had mm. the same thought because my conch didn't bleed. Yeah. But then I thought I was like, about isn't it. Isn't that just like all cartilage right. with like a little flap of skin? But then I thought about <laughs> it more and I'm like, well, when I do get like embarrassed or my adrenaline oh, kicks in, yeah, my ears get, your hot. Ears get hot. So like my blood red. obviously runs to my ears. You're so just storing all your blood mm, in your ears. I am, apparently. Yeah, and that's I and I think that's why I was bleeding so profusely right, was because right. all my adrenaline and kicked in yeah. and so she's is, seemed... that your, is that your secret superpower like if a vampire bit you <laughs> and, I'm just and stole all your blood they'd be like oh ears. <laughs> you must be dead they took all your blood and you'd be like I was storing most of it in my, in my ears, ears. <laughs> I'm fine <laughs> like, psh, yeah, he didn't get yeah. nearly as much as he thought he did it's <laughs> all in my ear <laughs> yeah it would be nice to you know have some doctor equipment or something that would you know track that there was blood in my ears like Ami seems to have been oh, able yeah. to just, an just EKG had like an EKG home. machine hanging around her Whatever. And, and like a laptop that can read your body. Yeah, you exactly. You could do body scans Yeah, on she could that. do body scans on her laptop. That was a very advanced laptop. Who do you think makes that laptop? Because it wasn't an Apple product for sure. No, uh, Toshiba. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. What brand is popular in Japan? I I assume Toshiba. That's a Japanese right. brand. Right, let's be real. Her mom stole that from the hospital. <laughs> her mother steals no. medical equipment and well, sells it for extra cash. Yeah. I mean, it always strikes me as slightly odd when Ami pulls out these pieces of technology that are like, why would anybody have that in their house? But like, her mom is a doctor. But doctors so don't I bring that stuff home. I semi-believed it. No. But. Because I had a friend in college whose dad was a doctor. The most he ever brought home with him was a stethoscope. And that's oh. it. So my dad's a chiropractor and he used to bring home like weird, like adjusty things. And we'd run around the house hitting each other with them. Like, nice. what, like foam rollers like, and um, stuff? Like those tuning forks mm. that you can sense fractures if you hold right, a vibrating right. fork. Oh, I didn't um, know or that was a thing. there used to be old, like, vibrating, where it looked like a couch cushion, but it would, like, thump. Because it, like, like loosened up your right, muscles. Right, right. So we would just chase each other with it. And so each other so with basically it. what you're saying, Lola, is you're like, no, I 100% bought this. I absolutely bought this. <laughs> no. I absolutely bought this. I was like, <laughs> we used to have, like, a crazy chart in our in our house of just, like, the spine 
and like it was just home because it couldn't be at the office anymore. Yeah. Like that's probably what happened. And yeah. she didn't have room for oh, another right. office it was, anymore. Yeah, it was like old equipment, and she brought it home. And like Ami, Ami was watching TV for five minutes one day, so Mom was like, "Ami, you got to learn to use this doctor oh, equipment." She's one of those helicopter moms. She's like, "Honey, I couldn't help but notice that after cram school, you had ten minutes to enjoy a cartoon, and I, I think we agreed we're not going to waste your time like that. So yeah. I have written up some tests that you have to solve using this equipment, and I'll see you in what? When is my next uh, slot to talk to you?" Uh, three days from now. Good luck. Yep. Well, like the mom from from Little Prince. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Ami's mom is the mom from Little Prince. That's why this equipment is in her house. No. Yep. <laughs> I believe it. Uh, yeah. So we're uh, talking about some pretty Guardian Sailor Moon stuff today. Uh, specifically episodes thirteen and fourteen. Uh, episode thirteen is the first episode wherein Kunzite appears, and then episode fourteen is you know the follow up to that that basically shows what happens. After. Uh, The crazy thing is, is that uh, Act 13 or Episode 13 aired on December 27th of 2003. That was the mid-season finale. So we did not get another episode uh, until January 10th. So there was like a two-week break in there. Oh, that's some CW shit. I know. That is some CW shit. That's like Arrow all the time. Just like stops and you're like, uh, when's it it coming back? I thought the season wasn't over yet. (laughs) What? But but it has uh, different lighting and look that... And CW shows. I no joke. I so. no joke. I was catching up on Riverdale on the CW app, and I was really really tired, and I fell asleep, and I woke up, and Vampire Diaries was on. But because <gasps> the lighting is literally exactly the same on you all the CW shows, was show. I was like, is this? Riverdale? They took a weird turn. <laughs> well, I it mean, doesn't help that they all film in that same goddamn mansion. They right, really in, do. Uh, in Vancouver. There's, yeah. one, there's one mansion. I'm sure it's just a, a museum. Well, yeah. you know where they got it from. Yeah. They got it from Pretty Guardian. Exactly. They got inspired the by the community college. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, I saw the show. And they just had one big building Dude, and it's for everywhere. real, though, like the Ontario Convention Center, that outside area, oh like, my God, is yes. the convention center from Pretty Guardian. Oh, it is. <laughs> I'm convinced. It's amazing. Guys, I feel like we've forgotten the most important part of this arc. Why? A turtle gets lost. Oh, oh my God. God. So Where yeah. did the turtle okay, go? So How did we get there? This is, this is a little uh, plot deviation. Obviously, uh, Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon adds a lot of stuff because it takes... Uh, like 49 episodes or something like that to tell the first story arc, the Dark Kingdom story arc mm-hmm. of um, of the Sailor Moon manga. And again, unlike in the 90s anime where it was very much like Monster of the Week, I mean, they, there definitely was frequently a Monster of the Week in Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon. But yeah, it was but we're a, not going skiing when our boyfriend is kidnapped. Right. It was a lot more <laughs> plot motivated. Like you kind of understood what was happening. Now, yeah. there are episodes that are very uh, sort of filler-y. Uh, actually, episode 15, the, like, Minako's jewelry gets stolen. Right. And, I mean, it still drives the plot forward a little bit, but certainly not to the extent uh, that episode 13 drives the plot forward because, again, this is the first time that we meet Kunzite. Yeah. Uh, at this point, we've met all the other Shitano. And two um, of them are taking rock Two naps. of them are currently rocks. They are rocks. <laughs> they are literally rocks. Uh, they are bath bombs now. Yes, because they all die multiple times. Yes. Uh, throughout the course, of, except for Kunzite. When Kunzite dies at he's, the end yeah, of Pretty Guardian, so when he's done, he's yeah. done forever. Maybe that's why little Ricky was so mad and he really wanted to take yeah. him out because he's like, I've died like twice. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> little. Like- the die chart. You yeah. Frowny face sticker. Well, it's, so you it's, die. Well, it's really bizarre because in the death chart. It has 
has been three days since little Ricky's last death, and then just turned it back to zero. Yes. Uh, no, but it is. It's a little bizarre because, like, little Ricky gets bath bombed for a while, yeah. and so does uh, Zoysite. Right. And then both of them come back as, like, full-on Shitano. Right. Uh, unlike... Red Ranger Billy Idol, who, right, who just when goes he back to dies, being a person. he goes back to being a person, and then with Kunzai, he just dies, like, the end. Yeah, that's it for him. He just can't do anything the way everyone so, else does I mean, it. until they all come back in uh, the, wedding the wedding special. special. <laughs> but, like, did they really come back? No, it's they're like, force really ghosts. unclear. Yeah, they're force ghosts. They're force ghosts. Yeah. I, that's my theory. Yeah. The wedding Guys, our wedding special episode's pretty great. It is pretty they're good. They're gonna show up at this wedding, and then they're gonna pack up, and they're gonna go make an appearance at the Ewok <laughs> party. <laughs> yep. And party with all the other force ghosts. Exactly, and then they're gonna go up here to uh, little Haley Joel Osment. Mm-hmm. Yes, and, and be like, uh, uh, "Avenge our deaths." Right. Mm-hmm. And oh, then P.S. Tell Bruce hi. And then they're gonna go hang out with Mulan's ancestors. <gasps> yep. Oh, that's how it ends. Yes. And that's how it ends. And then the credits roll. I like that. Trudy That's great. Trudy <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah. So this episode involves some like. New Year's preparations and the girls being all like excited that Sailor Venus is the princess and how do you know she's the princess? She has a tiara. And you can't just get a tiara. No. Like you can't just pick one up and put it on your head. Mm -hmm. It has to be a divine gift. Like you can't just go to Party City and find like a whole aisle of Why is there a why is there a tag on your crown that says Um, Party City? No, it's that's from the on the moon. It's from the ancient Party City on the Moon. It was a it was a city. Uh, oh, oh, a whole city of parties. City. It, it, I yes. get it. That's where they would all go when there were balls yeah. and stuff. There was a designated mm-hmm. city. Yeah, you guys, you can't see the other side of the tag, but it says, I'm definitely the princess <laughs> on there. No, you can't look at it. It's, it's got to trust. There. Trust yeah, that it's just trust, that. trust that it's there. Well, I mean, I, how can I not believe the princess? <laughs> um, where did yeah. you get that helium balloon? It came with the tiara. tiara. I mean, damn it. <laughs> uh, but yes, but, so basically, like, they're, they're all, like, sitting around gushing about how, oh, Sailor Venus is the princess. This is so great. And Getting then, drunk on scope. Get, oh, my God. That was so funny. Like, especially because, like, it, it opens with, like, Usagi, and she's drinking, uh, like, like a, a, pink, a bubbly, pink bubbly which drink. Which looked like that bubbly drink that you had on your on birthday. On my birthday, yeah. It 100, last year. That was 100% a champagne drink. Sure. And she's like clearly just getting wasted <laughs> and like thinking about how cool Sailor Venus right. is. I mean, wouldn't you? Sure. And then they cut to Ami and I'm like, that's blue scope. Yep. Like that is blue mouthwash. She's drinking mouthwash. Mako's drinking green mouthwash. And mm-hmm. Ray is drinking cough syrup. Yeah. Yeah, yep. they are all getting loaded, but all the champagne went mm-hmm. to Usagi, and everyone else is just getting hobo drunk. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, yeah, but the shanty town party uh, liquor. Yes, uh, and then meanwhile, like Queen Barrel is looking at a flower. Like, okay, so a big part of this episode is the, so that flower's from the same magical moon city. Oh, okay, oh, okay. as, party as magical moon right. <laughs> party party. City, party this city, boy, city of parties. Yes. That beautiful well, bloom that way, of a you flower. Don't clean, you don't have yeah. to worry about the cleanup. That's, That's true. purely the party. Yeah. Yeah. You just hose it down. And then the lights are always up, low anyway. And you set up for the next party. Damn. Yeah. Party it, city sounds kind of great, actually. Like the best place. 
<laughs> you move in, you do your party, you leave, the yeah. citizens take care of it. You know, if there's one place that you really want to have uh, blatantly fake flowers, it's when you're mm-hmm. doing dramatic close-ups oh, on yeah. a flower that is supposedly <laughs> real. You can oh, see I the know. threading I know. It was in the o- petals. It was okay when it was like a closed flower. But and like, it was white. And it was white, but once it turned into a black flower and it bloomed, it was like, oh boy. Oh, <laughs> that was a very, very dollar store flower. Yeah. Oh, girl. Well, that was, uh, uh, well we, but we blew the budget on weird hair effects and fake oh, I know. CGI flower petals. Yeah. Oh, there were a lot of fake CGI flower petals because like that's Kunzite's thing is yeah. that he like appears in a flourish well, he got a discount at Michael's. Petals. He did. And, uh... Too bad they couldn't get a discount on the CGI so they could have mm-hmm. spent a little more money elsewhere. Right? Uh, I, I just love that... Um, the way that the way that Beryl had for shelving Kunzite somewhere mm-hmm. was uh, to have him be an agoraphobic in a weird old house, okay, and dressed like a a, a character from Love Actually, yeah. A big, yeah, unflattering turtleneck. So this this brings up a really uh, interesting sort of question. So. In all the other versions of Sailor Moon with the Shitano, we meet them and they've already been like, they're already like with Beryl. They're yeah, already they're like, bad guys. they're bad guys. They're at the castle. They're scheming bad guy schemes. Uh, even in the 90s anime where they kind of introduced them all more or less individually. Uh, and, and in the manga as well, because, you know, they all kind of die before the next one gets introduced for the most part. Like there's a little crossover between like Nephrite and Jedi have like a scene together right. and then like, Kunzite and Zoysite have some scenes together, but like all in all, it's like kind of a what after the other in terms of their introduction, um, which is not unlike how it goes down in Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon. It's just that like they're all still very much alive and like have their own right. different individual little schemes going on. They're taking rock naps. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, uh, but we always see them like they are just bad guys. They're they're already there. They're like the evil, the yeah. the, the directly under barrel evil people. Right. They're and kicking it in caves. Exactly. Yeah. They're, they're hanging out in a cave. Uh, with a singular pillar. Yes. And, and, uh, and a weird side table uh, yeah. with a Sears portrait. <laughs> and But here, Kunzite has not, like, awakened to remember that he is Kunzite right. yet. He's just a, a guy with a serial killer haircut right. and a chunky turtleneck with, uh, who Ooh. finds a turtle. Living in the house mm-hmm. from, from Sandlot. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Where the beast lives, mm-hmm. like that gate is rusted. Straight it's got out of chains Sandlot. on yep. it. Yep. They, they go, they go looking for the lost turtle. They got oh, yeah. out because Motiki curi- has somehow misplaced his turtle. Yeah. He mis- misplaced his turtle. The turtle is on the loose. He's a mess. They they go find the Sandlot house, and there's just a no country for old men looking motherfucker in the <laughs> window, holding the turtle, going, "Come inside!" Right? He's like, "Come, Come inside! I got your turtle. You You're, want the turtle?" And he's, Come into my and house. he's like, "I mean, Crazy I know he's smiling. I know he's supposed to look like." Oh, what a what a sweet man! <laughs> no, but like behind that glass it's and true. that no. that weird no, yard, it was so creepy. it's not our. You it's expect okay. Robert Stack to step up from behind something and go, and no one ever saw them again. <laughs> yes, it looks like an episode of Unsolved Mysteries. Neighbors reported seeing a creepy man with a turtle, but a body was never found. Uh, Next week, but no, they go inside like a bunch of dum dums. Yeah, they do. Fortunately, he really is like a nice. A nice man. Person. So it kind of, and in the manga, they bring up when they talk about like 
oh wait, JK, the Sheeta know were actually like Mamaru's bros. Yeah. Because uh, basically what happens is like uh, when the princess awakens, like Kunzite has a moment where he's like, oh, and, and, in the manga, and, and it happened in Crystal too, but it was like where he's basically like, oh, damn, like everyone's dead. And we actually were like kind of bros with... And Demian, yeah. and like in the manga too, like all of the Shitano like awaken from their like dead bodies. Yeah, they from their like burnt skeletal right. corpses, and, they become and then they become rocks. Yeah, um, and then their force. And then Mamoru is able to summon them as force upon. ghosts right. later on. Right, but he but Kunzite does address in that moment of oh we were reborn here too, but like we had no memories and like Beryl got to yeah. us again. It was right. like, come here, little little boy. Yeah. You wanna, you wanna come be evil with me? <laughs> yeah. And they're like, okay. Yeah. That sounds great. Yeah. Hi, little Ricky. Yeah. So it always brings up one of my favorite sort of debates within Sailor Moon that's not really confirmed uh, one way or another, except in the 90s anime where they very specifically say, oh no, like Sailor Venus, when she's introduced in the 90s anime, says to the rest of the girls, Oh yeah, we're totally reincarnations right. of these like past girls, these but like are our new lives. these are our new lives. Yeah. Our parents are our real parents. Like we basically just like mm -hmm. have their souls right. in us. Uh, but in Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon and in the manga, they don't really clarify if that's the case or not. Right. And oddly enough, it's the '90s anime that kind of supports the dawn. From Buffy the Vampire Slayer theory. The 90s but, anime? Yes, yeah. because Chibiusa, when oh. she shows up in the 90s anime, Wait, she dons everybody. And suddenly she's in the photo album. Yep. yep. The so, parents remember her. Yes. So the 90s anime is both. It's a dawn theory and it's right. a reincarnation. I mean, except that Chibiusa wasn't born. Like right. Chibiusa. That's what I mean, is that like it's dawn for Chibiusa, right. but it's reincarnation for everybody else. Yeah, I mean, that's what they say. Yeah. Uh, but in all the other versions, they don't say one right. way or like, another. I don't know. Which kind of leads us to this thing, yeah. where this weird uh, No Country for Old Men looking guy, mm -hmm. and this chunky turtleneck, like, mm -hmm. did, did, did he get planted here, and like the memories just happened to make him fit? Mm -hmm. Or did this poor weirdo go to school and I battle know. agoraphobia for like 25 goddamn years of his fucking Aww. life only to turn into like an intergalactic mass murderer? <laughs> I really hope it's the first one. Me too. Like I hope he was really only there for a week, but yeah. everybody just became convinced that well, they'd known and him I mean, their it's whole very, life. But then where was his soul at before then? Floating in limbo? No, so basically my my theory uh, regarding how reincarnation works in Sailor Moon is it's very much like Buffy the Vampire Slayer, wherein Dawn just appeared one day, like fully grown As teenager. Herself. Yes. Okay. Uh, and everyone just suddenly had these memories of her as if she'd always been in their lives. Right. Uh, so that's my theory about Sailor Moon is they just all appeared like fully grown. Some just plugged a new uh, piece of code. Yeah. So that's everybody's just shown up at the exact correct. same time. Yes. And it's like a, it's kind of like a Donna Noble, like, yes, and then you remembered. Mm -hmm. oh, oh, and then I remembered. And then I remembered. Okay. All right. Yep. Okay, yep. I see what you're saying. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. And I, I really like that theory. And I particularly like it in Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon. And I feel like Mamoru actually kind of supports that in a way. And, and even in the manga as well. Because like when he's trying to figure out who he is, he's not trying to figure out like who he was before his parents allegedly died in a car crash. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like it's a much deeper like... 
I'm trying to figure out who I am. I keep having these dreams mm. of this princess and her talking about the silver crystal. Right. Like it's way beyond like yeah. Because if I, he had them, if he had, he has the memories mm-hmm. of his parents dying in the car crash. Mm-hmm. But does so, he have memories of like his parents other than just that's the what car. other that's, than just well, that. that's what I'm saying is that like if he was a kid who lost his memory mm-hmm. because of an accident, mm-hmm. but you can remember the accident, you're not digging super deep. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because obviously you're rooted in some kind of reality. Yeah. But the fact that he's going deeper than the car crash mm-hmm. see, supports the theory that, like, this is where he's at. This is where he started. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He didn't build up from there. Yeah. Well, and on top of that, it's like when Nephrite does end up dying in Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon and he comes back as a person. Like, and he's supposed to be a person with no powers now. Yeah. He's, he's a angry. fully grown adult. Yeah. Yeah. You know oh, what right? I mean? Yeah. Because then he starts throwing oranges and toilet paper around right. the parking lot right, like right. a maniac. <laughs> right. Exactly. And I mean, he does have his memories of, like, being a Shitano. Mm-hmm. So right. it's 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 really interesting, uh, again. Yeah. And I loved, in this episode... Mamaru sort of identifying that Sheen, the person who, you know, Kunzai thought he was. The John Smith. The John Smith. The yeah. John Doe. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, that uh, he also had no memories of who he was. And Mamaru's like, oh my God. Like, my name amnesia- is George. Yeah. George, George Glass. Sure, Jan. Yeah. <laughs> amnesia um, bros. Yeah, that's He's exactly like, oh, what it was. Be amnesia bros. That was really cute. It was. Yeah. Well, and then when Usagi was trying to like help him uh, you know, recover his memories because she wanted to like, you know, get him out of his shell and bring him yeah. outside, and she thought that would like help him remember who he was. Like Mamaru basically said to her, you know, some people don't wanna remember who they are. Right. Like basically acknowledging that if he does in fact uncover who he is, he it might not be good. He has to deal with the fact that it might not be good. Like yeah. he might be a terrible person. He's not, but like he kind of sort of was directly responsible for the destruction of everything. Yeah. <laughs> He's not terrible, but he did some pretty terrible things. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He behaved Sort of selfishly, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, but but in the case of Kunzite, like, obviously, he was not such a great person right. at the end of his previous lifespan. <laughs> and he, like, reawakens, and he's, like, still in that place. Right. He's, like, yeah, he just basically got put on ice for, like, a second. Right. He wakes up, he's, like, ding dong, evil's here. <laughs> Bye. But then that makes me wonder, like, were the rest of the, like, what were the rest of the Shitano doing before they were reawakened? I told right. you little Ricky was on his way to soccer practice. <laughs> and then what? Zoisite was probably playing still piano playing the piano. Oh, yeah, yes. Yeah. He's just continuing. Yes, I imagine off. that Zoisite, like, grew up thinking or like has memories of growing up being like a, a genius like a like, prodigy a prodigy yeah like a young piano prodigy yeah and then like he uh you know went to whatever japan's equivalent of juilliard is his, when he was like 15 his parents <laughs> spent all of their money to get him into the best school yes and then he just reawakens to and be, just peaced out well i mean he still is yeah. keeping up his piano practice so that's, that's true that's admirable that's i true. think I think mm. Nephrite was just some piece of shit punk trying to do skate tricks yes. in the parking yes. lot and and not doing them well. He's some sort of delinquent. Mm. And then he like got his memories back and like left and his friends were just like sweet free skateboard. <laughs> he never liked that guy yeah. anyway. He was definitely some sort of high school delinquent. Yeah, yeah, he was a delinquent. He didn't do anything. No. He didn't have a job. No. Yeah. But we know that Sheen is this like weird oh. agoraphobic. <laughs> 
He's obviously got like an internet job. I also oh, like, yeah. loved the dumb haircut they tried to give him to be like, this man is not attractive. Guys, right? he's not cute. He's like sweet and unassuming. And you're like, nah, that guy's fucking hot. Yeah, like, it's like, a there's a tiger under there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's a hot guy with a bad yeah. haircut. A, yeah. you know he's hot. And B, the fact that he's trying to not look hot just makes him look right? like a serial Like his body, his body work character wise is really good he's a great actor. he's a really he's such a good, good actor. actor i loved uh akira uh what's the name akira uh, kubodera so freaking much in that like behind the scenes oh, from video the from concert? the live concert so funny he was so charming and like oh. it's because he's like five years older oh, yeah, than the yeah. next he's youngest he's an, an so, like, yeah. he's, he's an adult right him but, and, yeah. and red ranger billy idol i was just like what babes? I know. Bunch of hunks. What beautiful, beautiful babes. Look at, these, look at these galactic hunks. <laughs> so I like really can't unsee how attractive he is. Right. And like Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon was really his first like major credit. Oh. Really? Yes. Isn't He's that so amazing? Good. He was just walking around undiscovered. Until... Was he a model Ridiculous. before? Maybe. Uh, probably. I'm sure he was. Was he working the door at like an Abercrombie and Fitch yes! somewhere? Like in Tokyo? He was just yes. with, like one of those guys with his shirt off and in they're a like, winter hey, coat. Hey, you like Sailor Moon? Yeah. And he's like, I don't know what it is, but I'm sure I'm into it. I'm sure I'm totally into it. <laughs> yeah, Pretty Arnie and Sailor Moon is legitimately can I, like can his I put very a shirt on? Yes, you can. I'm in. <laughs> He apparently does stunts too. Of course he does. Well, he probably he worked does. in the Waterworld show. He, he probably he does. So he probably does all of his own sword. Oh, he does all of his own. Yeah, sword he work. does. Yeah, yeah, he definitely does his own sword. Because work. we saw him coaching Mamoru backstage in, yeah. the, in the footage. Yeah, man. Let's see. What a babe. I know. Yeah, and he was like almost. Let's see. 77 he was born so pretty guardian Sailor Moon <laughs> you were was... saying he was 77 <laughs> I was like damn he's like what what is his skincare <laughs> regimen <shit>. like <laughs> holy shit that's not possible yeah so like 2003 most of the girls were like you know 18 19 and he was like almost 30 Ding-dong. you know yeah. like knock wow. knock knock hello what yeah. looks like now Probably, probably super exactly the same. Yeah, he's yeah. probably super equally equally hot. Ooh, do you think he's gone salt and pepper though? <gasps> Don't do this to I'm me. I'm sorry. <laughs> Guess but, I'm gonna break out in a fine sweat yeah, in the yeah. studio. Oh. It was like almost thirty, might be a slight exaggeration, but he was latter half of twenties yeah. for sure. Our uh, age, yeah. my age, yeah. Um, and the re- yeah, and the rest of them were all sort of around like 19, 20 years old. Baby. So um, yeah, 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 and then. Uh, he he like basically becomes like a werewolf, but instead of turning into a werewolf, he just turns into a jerk. So he's a were asshole <laughs> with the ability to create werewolves using his hair. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, hair spell is so gross. Before he like fully transforms, he's like, I have I have dreams that I hurt people. And then he, yeah, because basically he is—he just like goes out at night and, and lights it up, and then has no memory <laughs> of doing it later. He wakes up in his chunky sweaters and is like, "What happened? Yeah, where's my hair?" I, I did because love... he's ripping it out and throwing at people. It's so yeah. gross. It's like, like Junji Ito stuff. Yeah. I sort of feel like though the time that we see him do it was the first time that it happened when he like hulked out. You know what I mean? Because uh, otherwise, mm-hmm. wouldn't we have met other like werewolf? Yeah. yeah. Oh, so no, then I, probably I was awakened. Because yeah, Usagi and Mamoru. but he had because Usagi one went and collected him those goddamn shells. God damn it! <laughs> Try like to a... buy him a nature book. Oh my god! You guys, she tries to jog his memory by putting a bunch of shells in a jar and getting <laughs> him so a, a postcard and a flower. Rose. Now the thing about the flower, mm-hmm. which I was like, that's stupid, because you know, like. 
Beryl is focusing on this mm-hmm. little bud of a mm-hmm. white flower. And that's and exactly what Usagi she, buys. She buys a white yeah. flower. It's like, how how did you know that was going? Like, how could you be She's so just sure that, good. that yeah. that's the one flower? But then it ended up not being that. And I was like, oh, thank God. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't that. It was just like Beryl was looking at it and it was like, oh, he awakened. It had nothing to do. Right. It wasn't a plot. With the flower. It wasn't an yeah. evil negaverse plot. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. It was just that he was on right. the verge um, of awakening anyway. But, yeah. So guys, the flower was a representation. It, you, it, was, it was a metaphor. Yes. Guys, let me, let me, if you haven't watched this episode yet, let me visualize the most disgusting disgusting way you could ever get turned into a monster oh. let's say a guy is waiting oh. on a street corner and he just like yanks out a big long strand of his gnarly black oh. weave and, <laughs> and, and, and blows it at you and it wraps itself around your neck and then just sinks into your skin and disappears oh. that is uzumaki bullshit. god that's gross it's so gross it's so disturbing oh. that i like sort of love it because i'm so oh. disturbed by it i'm like he's oh. so evil and he's so, so evil. disgusting it's gross. It's yeah. It's it, it's because absolutely it's like, vomit inducing. It's like somebody pulled the strand out of the like the drain of the and shower threw it and then threw it at you. And, really and then, it, and then like. it like cut uh, your throat. Uh, it would have been better if he'd had like the silver coonside hair. It would not have been as it would gross. not have been as no. gross. But the fact that it's like black. It's like the ring. Yeah. Yes, it reminds me of the ring when she pulls the. Yeah. Ah! Sorry. Yep. It's yep. No, it's great. So it's, nasty. It's so nasty. So gross, yeah. But like so effective. No. Yeah. <laughs> and then he uh, and then he, he throws one at Usagi. I know. And you're like, babe, no. <laughs> I did like though that like when he first turned all Kunzite evil, when he was like going through the process of it, and yeah. Mamaru was witnessing it and got like thrown against a wall. It was <gasps> that so was intense. Dramatic. And then Mamaru basically the power goes, of Christ compels. Goes outside to stop Usagi from coming in, and he says to her, He left, he got his memories back, and said to say thank you. Yeah, because he did it to protect her. I really like all the stuff between Mamaru and Usagi. Well, yeah, because Mamaru is actually not a horrible boyfriend. No, no, well, they're not. I mean, he starts out kind of dickish, but he's not like, but he knows who she is, and she doesn't doesn't know who he is, and he gets better, is the thing. Like, he he steadily becomes less of an asshole. No, he does because he's a total asshole when we first meet him at the beginning of the series, but at this point. You know, it's a, f- a really funny scene of him following her around while she's getting all the stuff right. to, like, jog Kunzite's memory. And it ends up, like, in the end, they're, like, down by the beach and they gather the shells. And Usagi sees, like, a little stand selling pork buns, basically. Oh, she shares with it was, him. It's so cute. Their and relationship's really good. It, no, their relationship's really, really cute in this show. He gives her um, a ride on his, his motorcycle. And at first she acts yes. like she's not into it. But then as soon as he's not looking, she's like, I'm so into this. <laughs> That's the that's the thing that I really really like about this series uh, is that they earn their relationship. It yeah, builds. they work on it. Like at this point, you feel like, oh, okay, uh, I see why she's starting to like him. Yeah, well, because like in all the uh, in some of the other incarnations, mm-hmm. it's like, are they in love as Usagi and Mamoru because they were in love mm-hmm. as Serenity and Endymion? And in this one, you're like. They were in love as Serenity mm. and Endymion, but they're also in love as Mamaru and Usagi. And that ends up becoming a big plot point later where it's like, no, we're, we are the prince. Yeah, we were the prince and princess, but right. we're not anymore. And like history doesn't have to repeat itself. It doesn't have to be the same. Right. And we would be in love now even if we weren't in love then. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like mm-hmm. this is and I completely like, independent I like that. that because, you know, so many princess tropes, it's like, I met you overnight. I love you. Yeah. And that's definitely not the case with the two of them in this show, uh, which I really, really like. And yeah. also Mama is really cute. So 
he's, he's, pretty, he's growing on me. Not just when he's Mama Talia. Not just when he's Mama Talia. Like the more I the more I revisit PGSM, I'm like, no, he's pretty cute. Yeah, you still prefer cute. that Mama Talia? I do love that Mama Talia. <laughs> Everybody's prettier when they get gothed. It's just a fact. I mean, like, <laughs> let's talk though about fucking Kunzite when he becomes Case evil. Case in point. Thank God you. damn! Like when Usagi Ugh. confronts him, and he just has that like smirky side smile. Yeah. I was like, "Are we gonna like fight or make out?" Yeah. Hopefully both. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Oh, I love when he like confronts Barrel for the first time. He's like, mm. "Sup? I'm Kunzite. You know, I'm here." <laughs> yeah. And, then and he's, he's like, "Oh, Barrel, why don't you rest a little yeah, bit?" Yeah. He's like, "You look tired." Ooh. He's like, oh, <laughs> damn! He legit, like pickup artist style, nags her. Yeah, and, and then he. She is all she's into about it. it. Oh, she's so in. And then it's like, mom. Well, I also love mom. that he like he immediately throws shade to Nephrite. Like as soon as he shows up, he's like, "Sup? I'm here. I'm gonna take out Sailor Moon." And because, he like secretly because, draws his sword. Yeah, too. and then he's like, "My ideas are actually good." And Nephrite's like, "Fuck you, bro." And then he has his sword, and he's all like, "Back it up." Yeah. <laughs> and then he goes and he negs um. Barrel, and then on his way out, he flourishes his cape in front of Nephrite's face as if to be like, This is what a big boy cape looks like. <laughs> FYI. So funny. This is what it looks like when you have the real thing. <laughs> so swish, swish. Don't worry, you'll see it again. Because mm-hmm. you can kiss my ass, little bro. Yeah. I, I, again, like, I just love that the Shitano all have kind of different points of view in, yeah. pretty, like, Kunzite is evil, but he doesn't like really serve Barrel. No, he's kind of in it for himself. Oh yeah, he's all definitely he knows playing is his the, own game. Well, because all he knows is the rage. That's mm-hmm. really the only thing that he's carried over from his past life. Yeah, yeah, is the rage, and he's all like, "Well, you're you're doing this. Right. Well, that works for they, me." I mean, they basically show in you know the end of the series, and again, like we've we've already talked about the sort of main story points of this series all the way through. So you know, forgive me. If we're spoiling anything for right. you, fast forward, uh, watch Deal Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like they show you later on, like in the Silver Millennium flashbacks, that Kunzite, his sort of last memories of that lifetime are feeling that Endymion had betrayed them. Mm-hmm. And, and then, then all of his friends, right. And then all of his all of his bros getting killed and yeah. he's the last one alive and he loses everything. Right. So that's the only thing that's carried over is that feeling of right. rage. So he's and like, so, yeah, I'm and gonna, I'm gonna make all the mm-hmm. the, the Sailor Guardians work for me. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm going to wrap a barrel around my little finger, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna tell everyone else to fuck right off. Right. Yeah. And I and I think that there is an element, at least at this point, of I'm gonna revive Metalia myself mm-hmm. and use her power for me and do it right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, from his point of view, right? He's gonna, he's gonna cut Barrel out of the equation as right. soon mm-hmm. as he can. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, well, she like, wasn't successful the last time. Why would she be successful? Which is this why time? he tries to to gank mm-hmm. Sailor Moon. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. He's like dibs. Yeah, yep. I'm gonna make you my little minion, right. and then I'm yes. gonna get all your pals to work for me too. It's gonna be like a, a <laughs> weird. Can we like girls next door? Yeah, kind but of a with shenanigans. Werewolves? Yeah, but with furries. <laughs> He's like, oh, I'm gonna turn Sailor Moon into a furry. I'm gonna turn <laughs> all your pals into furries, and you're all gonna be like my little like pack of crazy wolves. Now. <laughs> I do work some really love. I work with some really lovely people mm. who are also furries. Mm. None of their suits are as disturbing as this Yoma. Yeah. Oh, and no. guys, we're not oh, joking. No. It's not like it's an animal costume. It is a furry mm. suit. It really kind of is. It kind of is. It though. looks like a furry but, like, suit. One of the ones that 
is not safe for mm-hmm. children to look at. Yeah. It looks like it might be used recreationally. Uh, yeah. Yes, which not all furries are into. Definitely this some furry. This furry on that is. This show is. Yeah, yeah. Not all furries are into um, that kind of thing. This furry is. But like, can we also backtrack for a second and talk about the first appearance of the furry, uh, wherein Luna apparently just goes to concerts oh, yeah. all over oh, yeah. student concerts too, apparently. She's like she's taken in that tenth grade mm-hmm. um band competition. <laughs> they're to be fair all across town. They're really good and they won mm-hmm. first in their district. So. I heard they did a really good cover with like a tuba mm-hmm. uh, accompaniment mm-hmm. to like a Beatles song. Oh yeah. Also, I swear that that girl who got turned into the werewolf Yoma uh, was one of the girls that was being a bitch to Ray when we first remember, like in the episode where we meet Ray. Like, there's a scene where all these like it's like an angry mob of mean oh, girls they, chasing oh, yeah. after her. Yeah, they try to steal her like little mini tree. Yeah, and it's like not just girls that she goes to school. It's like, it's a, like mix a bunch of girls. Of girls. Right. And I swear that girl was one of them. Well, so then I don't feel too. Bad I don't feel so bad for her no. after all. <laughs> <laughs> you deserved it, Ayumi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Ayumi. Ayumi, jerk. What a uh, dick. But Usagi is able to actually heal her using Moonette Healing Escalation, which was also amazing because Luna's like, well, it. Pro-. Okay, so Luna specifies that that is not a monster that was pretending to be a human. That right. is a human who has turned into a monster. Right. But your powers should really only affect monsters and not humans. So, like, you should zap her and s- maybe she'll Luna, live. Luna, should? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's not, like, won't she says, her? She says something along the no, lines yeah, exactly. of, she you does. should yeah. try it out. <laughs> like, that's what she says. It, it probably won't kill her. Yeah. Probably she's won't. Like, yeah, she's like, your powers only work on monsters, so you should try it out. Should? It'll yeah. be fine, It'll probably. Be fine. Yeah, maybe. I mean, it was, but, like, I mean, but she could have killed someone. That was a big gamble. This show could have taken so a turn. Terrible. Oh my gosh. This show could have taken a Damn, turn. It could have got real dark. It could have gotten God. Madoka up in this piece. Yeah. God, and then Kunzai shows mm-hmm. up and throws hair on Sailor Moon. Oh, mm-hmm. But he does come in and he's all like, oh, hello. Ring dang dang. He's like, I know. ladies. Yeah, but he's like so nice to look at. And then you're like, oh, whoops, got distracted. <laughs> Maybe that's what he's hoping for. Because yeah. he wants to get at your neck. So he's hoping you'll just tilt your head to the side to like take him in a little more. Yes. Like, and then you Yoshi. leave it wide open. <laughs> yeah, and then he just zaps in there with his nasty, mm. nasty weed. Yeah. <laughs> it's so gross because it's, it not, it's not mm. like Medusa from, I think she's a DC villain, mm. mm-hmm. Medusa. And, and her hair is still attached to her head and it's like sentient. Like that's different. Yeah. No, this is this like is dead off out of his, his head. Like he pulls it. Out he of the holds it in his hand like a dead snake and mm-hmm. blows it at you. And then like he's blowing a kiss, but the hair just flies through the air mm-hmm. and smacks onto your neck. And then it seeps in. <laughs> yeah. So gross. Medusa is for sure a DC character, Great. by the way. I looked Good. it up. I Thank thought you, you were right, and I confirmed that you were right. I'm so glad. basically you're the smartest. Because sometimes I don't always get my DC and, and Marvel, Marvel right. like yeah. side villains yeah, right. Yeah, for so. sure. Because they're yeah. all so similar. Yeah, there's and there's so many of them. So many. Maybe, maybe Kunzite's attack requires you to be grossed out for it to like reach maximum. Yeah, yeah, maybe. maybe you're just like, Ugh. like as long as you dry <laughs> heave a little at like point of contact, <laughs> yeah. like it's more effective. Like right. he, <laughs> he like the experiment with like 
like throwing like a yeah. loose Kleenex at people. Yeah. And he was like, nah, it's not gross it's enough. Not gross and then enough. he like sneezed and people were like, we don't care. And then he like pulled out his hair and people were like, Ugh. and he was like, that's the one. Yep. <laughs> it's a hair thing. But Ugh. Usagi does manage to seem to fight it off initially, even though we know like obviously that is not gonna work no, out. No. He was he was that he was, was tipsing it for later. Yeah. He was just like putting a, putting his little down payment down right. on a Sailor Guardian. Yep. Too easy. He's like, I'm gonna drive this off the lot. And uh, how do we find out that uh, Usagi is in fact not better? She overdoes it at karaoke. Right? <laughs> saying too to hard. To be fair, at first it's like she passes out, and it's like, well, girl, you were hitting mm-hmm. the mimosas real hard. You I know. Drink all the pink they champagne. They were for sure. No, they were drinking orange juice. Yeah, which I'm orange sure. Orange juice, yeah. quote unquote. Mm-hmm. At this point, they were brunching it. Up. Yeah, they. Well, because basically, like, first they have like a really cute little like New Year's tea ceremony where they're all in kimonos and it's adorable and then they decide to get trashed yeah and then they like switch into sweaters and pants and sing karaoke and get wasted on the boats oh yeah and the way that she's singing karaoke I'm like Mm -hmm. oh you know I've been that girl at the party she's drunk yeah Uh uh-huh yeah I mean one could argue that it's like the kunzite hair demon spell making her drunk but like really it's the mimosa it is the mimosa the hair is like you should do shots yeah (laughs) you should you should make a round of Oh, okay, shots you know, no, no. and dare your friends to take them. It's so true, though. They're you don't all, need any man. They're all drunk. Ami's clearly only had like a few sips and is like trying right. to be cool. And but... she's just like clapping. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. This is fun. Ray is an angry drunk who's oh, like, yeah. fuck you, I'm not singing karaoke. Right, but she's but tapping her, Yeah, she tapping is. She's like, like so table. wasted. She's just like tapping her leg under the table. And then Makoto is the like, I'm really awesome. You know what I mean? Like when yeah. you're drunk and you think you're super awesome. That's Makoto. Yeah, she was. She was like, uh, is anybody even listening to me? Yeah, check it like, out, guys, on the Grotus. She's like, I'm giving you, like, gaga realness up here. <laughs> like, I am giving it my all. <clears throat> no one is paying attention. This is pure gold. <laughs> Beats you down. Uh, what else? Yes. So Uzaki <laughs> ends up collapsing uh, while, of course, singing some Minako song, because those are the only right. songs that exist in this world. That's true. Um, and then uh, Ami ends up... They're, basically, Luna's like, oh, JK, guess, uh, guess it's the monster She's thing. still turning into a Yoma after all. Hey, P.S., I think we forgot to tell you guys that happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, she's t- apparently been possessed this whole time from this encounter that I did yeah. not mention before our party started. And then Makoto's like, who did it? I know, and she just starts running. She's like, I'm going to find him. It's like, we've never seen him before. I'm going to beat him up. I'm going to beat him up. Yeah. Makoto, <laughs> maybe don't you want to get some facts from I'll find him and beat him up. Okay. <laughs> Fuck you, buddy. I'm going to find you. I'm <laughs> looking for someone who throws hair okay yep. and Ray like goes to like look in the flames to oh, see yeah, who it is yeah. and like maybe work some sort of ritual mm-hmm. to, to get rid reverse of reverse it yeah, yeah. Uh, and then Ami's like I don't have a lot of upper body strength I know but fortunately uh, Mamoru just happened to be in the neighborhood totally not trying to stalk Usagi except that's exactly what he was trying oh. to do because he knows that she's Sailor Moon right so he's like lurking around the crown karaoke parlor because he knows that she goes there trying to be like is she really okay yeah. and then perfect timing yeah. Ami comes like stumbling out of the secret hideout they, they look like drunk yes, they brunched way too hard it's like okay girl just get in the uber it's time. I've got wow. your shoes I've got Jesus. your shoes it's like 11.30 in the morning on a <laughs> Saturday what the fuck I've got your shoes just get in the car what did you have in there uh, and then uh, he carries Usagi on his back which Lola uh, mm-hmm. has a yeah, thought on. This is so crazy. So I've been watching a lot of K-dramas lately. Uh, yes. And I, I'm yes. starting to see this very clear pattern where culturally, mm-hmm. hero types 
carry mm-hmm. girls mm-hmm. very different ways in Eastern shows and Western shows. Oh, yeah. In Western shows, if the girl is like Tipsy Town USA or sick, you take her in your arms, right? And then she rests her head on your shoulder. And in all of the Eastern shows, they get piggyback That's like rides. That's not actually really realistic though, because if you're totally passed out like Usagi You're not is, holding your core. You can't support your well, head like that. I'm not saying that. that makes sense. No, right. but I'm saying that the, the K-drama, J-drama version yeah. makes sense. That is way more efficient because the weight is more mm-hmm. evenly yes. distributed. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm saying. Is that The first time I saw it, I was like, that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And then the second time I saw it, I was like, why did they keep... Actually, no, you know what? You know that what? makes a hell of a lot mm-hmm. more sense. That's a As lot more someone realistic. who has carried an actor across a muddy terrain to get them mm. to a different shooting you location. The, you went with the fire. I went, no, I went, with, went the with the anime the carry. Yeah. Uh, and that was, I got her there, no problem. Yeah. Oh, man. When I learned to do a fireman's carry, that was like, oh, like over a the revelation. <laughs> I need to learn how to do it's that. It's a good time. Yeah, it's not hard. Uh, Sam likes <laughs> to do that to me sometimes when we're getting in arguments and he's just tired of fighting uh-huh. with me. It's kind of the same principle behind how I pick up your dog. Yeah. It's all about uh, leverage. Yeah. True. Yeah. Use your yeah, legs. It's actually, yeah. It's actually the easiest way to lift yeah. somebody. Always use your knees, kids. Yeah. Yes. But uh, the piggyback thing is uh, <laughs> very, it's just very different. It's not like right. the trope that I'm used to seeing. Yeah. So uh, he gives uh, unconscious Usagi a piggyback ride. Across town. Across town. I wonder I how often that does happen in actual Japan, though. That somebody gets pa- a piggyback just passes ride? out and, and gets a piggyback ride right across because, Tokyo. Because uh, when I was there, I did not see one case of piggyback riding. But it does get really hot in the summer, so like, maybe I was there during the summer. Out. I don't know. Are you just gonna go fall down in Japan and wait for <laughs> some wait for some handsome, handsome dude to pick me up? Yes, that's Dang, exactly what I'm gonna do. I want to do miss, that. Miss, where are you staying? <laughs> Across town. Did you pretend to drop your handkerchief too, Lizzie? Oh. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. <laughs> it's just, we are we are Kitty. We are Kitty and, and Lydia. Lydia. But instead of throwing handkerchief for the soldiers, we're just, we're just falling we're on the ground in the hopes it will be carried somewhere. Yes. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, and she goes to, okay, so I was really confused at first when, because Mamoru like carries her and, and then uh, sets her he's down like in laying a bed. her down in a bed. And I was like, Usaki's mom was just like, cool, strange young man. Yeah. <laughs> come on come in Come on here. into my house. You but, guys have seen Mystery Men. <clears throat> yes. Yes, yes. yes. Uh, oh, yes. I think of the joke when the invisible boy mm-hmm. has Ben Stiller and Hank Azaria. Uh, it's mm-hmm. Hank Azaria and also William H. Yeah. Macy. And William, yeah, and uh, they go to his house to discuss his like superpowers. Yeah. And he walks past his dad, who's watching TV, and just says, Bye, Dad! I'm going up to my room with two strange men! <laughs> and that's kind of what I thought was happening, too. Like, what yeah. I was saying, I thought, I thought it was just like, Hi, Usagi's mom! Me and the strange man are gonna carry your unconscious daughter upstairs! Sounds great! But then we realized it was Ami's. It was Ami's, it was Ami's And her house. mom is not there, and she's a latchkey kid, so it's fine. She's, yeah. she's got the medical equipment to keep her company, and, like, five mm-hmm. space heaters. Oh, my oh, God! Oh, I know, yeah, because basically the idea was that uh, Usagi's body temperature was dropping. Yeah. And so she like wanted, so yeah, Ami wanted to like raise her body temperature. So she literally got, I don't know where she got all these space heaters from. There's like six or seven space heaters in that one room. And I'm like, I know your apartment's not Mm -hmm, that big. mm -hmm. Where are you keeping them all? You and your mother are never home at the same time. Exactly. You have one and you just share. There's no way that your apartment needs seven space heaters. Yeah. Especially every Japanese household has a katatsu. Yeah. So, just put her under that. Exactly. Shove her under the katatsu. And, and, just tuck and like, it in. like Dutch oven it. Like just put mm-hmm. her completely yeah. underneath and just pop sh- it in. There you go. Yeah. Tuck all the blankets in. Yeah. But like Dutch oven like blankets, not like farts. 
Yes. Oh, no, sorry. Don't fart on her while she's on no, the No, I'm diet. sorry. Though so that might keep her warm. <laughs> <laughs> she be like, what's up? Oh, oh. Are you farting here? You gassed the you gas the yoma out. <laughs> you you fart until oh the yoma is so grossed out it leaves. Yeah. Uh, alas, that's not how they do it. Well, <laughs> that's why but, it took so long. Because basically, <laughs> basically Luna's like, oh, Usagi has to like find it in herself, basically, to not become a yoma. Luna's so bad at her job. <laughs> <laughs> there's only one. Ver- there's only two mm, versions where Luna's not horrible at her job, and that is Crystal and the manga. Yeah. Every other version's like, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. What are you doing? She's got like um, being an animal mentor for dummies book, and she's yes. just flipping through it at random. She's trying so hard. She's watched too many Disney movies, and she's all like, "I just have to look cute and say vaguely helpful mm-hmm, things, mm-hmm. and like maybe job. sweep some dust under the rug and sing a song." Yeah. Don't worry, guys. I'll be there after I take in this school play across town. <laughs> right? They're doing the Crucible. I'm really excited. Oh about yeah, it. And then I gotta go to the cast party. It's Crucible a Cody, cast it's party. It's a Cody Shucks house. <laughs> Crucible cast party. Twenty-five Whoa. virgins and a lot of sprite at the Crucible cast party. So <laughs> uh yeah, Luna not so great at her no, job. Ami making a valiant effort. Yeah, trying so hard. Are we to believe that Makoto is just running around town? Yes, entire time. Well, because they all cut because they cut to all of them doing things do. and like Ami set up all the space heaters. Ray's like, damn, I can't get a read on the, the flames. The sun has gone down. Right, and Makoto's still Don't running. Just running. Just six million dollar manning it up. Yes. Up and down. And Mamaru is creepily waiting outside Ami's apartment. He is hoping to know what's going on. Like if you're gonna stay there, why didn't he just stay in the apartment? No, I have to agree with you. I don't know why he didn't just stay. It's not like Ami. He would. The only explanation I can think of is that he didn't want to reveal. Oh, that he knew she was to Ami that he knew that she was Sailor Moon. But this is the time when it's like she's unconscious. Mm. That's being level if we go. Listen, listen. I I was waiting for a better time. But I know she's Sailor Moon. I know she's Sailor Moon. We need to like mm. protect her. He didn't right. even need to reveal that he was Tuxedo Mask. No, he just needed to just t- say that he knew. Yeah, like no, I know totally. what's up with you guys. Mm-hmm. Right. Like yeah. your friend is this person. Yeah, oh, wow. I, no, I, I, I totally agree. He right. should have revealed himself, yeah. but instead he just lurked outside. outside. So instead, Usagi just got really sweaty mm-hmm. and then got kidnapped. I know, uh, but, yeah. not, but not until uh, another plot line gets introduced that ends up coming up later with Naru and Ami. Oh, oh yeah, where like Naru Mercury fight. Yeah, oh, I, know. I know it was Mercury. Oh, it was, it was, because Naru was Mercury in some of the uh, stage you, as you all know. We've reviewed some of the ones that she is in. Uh, there will be more. Oh yeah. Uh, um. Uh, specifically Dracula ones. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Halloween, guys, it's gonna be great. Anyway. Uh, yeah, but anyway. Um, <laughs> Define great. But it's true, like, <laughs> they do, they have like an, uh, they have a Sailor Mercury face-off. Yeah. Uh, wherein uh, Naru basically uh, calls Usagi's house after Ami has called Usagi's mom and told her that Usagi lost her voice singing karaoke and she's gonna sleep over at her house. Mm-hmm. Usagi's mom doesn't seem to quite understand cause and effect. She's like, I knew she was gonna get a cold. It's like, from From singing singing karaoke? Oh. All right. Okay, Mama Ikuko. Uh, And Naru calls her house and she's like, oh, she's sleeping over at Ami. So Naru's like, okay, cool. I'm just gonna... Go on over there, because they're all, like, school friends. Right, yeah. right. She's like, I'm going to go make sure she's okay. And Ami made it so weird. I don't know why she just couldn't lie to her twi- lie twice. Mm-hmm. Like, just like, tell her that she's sick. She's sick. I gave her some NyQuil. She mm-hmm. fell asleep. She's unconscious. Mm-hmm. 
And I mean, the thing is, she wasn't wrong about Usagi sleeping. Right. Mm-hmm. But so she's so cr- but she's mm-hmm. so weird about it. She's acting like she's hiding a dead body in the right. room. So then Naru starts to think that, like, Usagi is mad at her or that Ami's trying to keep Usagi to herself. Right. And mm-hmm. Ami, you made it weird. She, she made it so she weird. aggressively shoves her outside and is like, here's mm-hmm. your CD that you came mm-hmm. to get. Oh, yeah. Don't she pushed even... her against the wall. Yeah. Ami gets really aggro about Dude. it. Dude. <laughs> but damn. She makes an impression on Kunzite when she shows up as Mercury oh, to try to save Usagi after he's, she gets he's captured. Like, All right. I picked the uh, I picked the wrong one. I should have stolen this one. I also love so obviously I love in that fight when Ami um conjures the icicle sword. Ice sword. Which we end up seeing again with Dark Mercury. Sure. She has like an icicle sword situation. Yeah. Um but I love that like Jupiter finally ran to wherever they were. Yeah, if you <laughs> run for long enough, you'll get there. She I made guess. sure to get Ray on her way. Yeah, there you too. just end up in the cave. She just looped around like <laughs> Ray got up, made breakfast, walked outside, and Makoto just ran by. I was like, no, we're gonna try over this way. <laughs> There's a fight going on. I did also like, and it's something we mentioned about Pretty Guardian mm. numerous times, that when Ami, when Usagi got captured and Usami's, and, uh, and Usami, who the Whoa, fuck's that? That's their oh, ship that's name. Their ship name. <laughs> I ship it. <laughs> and Ami decides that she's going to go rescue Usagi. When she's going, she doesn't fuck around. No, she, she just transforms. transforms. Mid-run. She's running, and she she's That's like, how you do it, as guys. Soon as you set your intention to like do a fight thing, you yeah. just transform on your way there. And then there's some really amazing special effects of her leaping from building to building, like. 15 seconds if you blink you'll miss it and like she just turns into like a little tiny thing and it's like oh I missed it because I totally blinked I didn't even see that it's also pretty stupid that if they can all do that why is Makoto running you transform and go blue 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 I know you're probably the best blue blooper of of all the girls if I had to put my money on the best blue blooper I would put it on Makoto yeah. Uh, yeah and that's when they all sort of collectively uh, fight Kunzai. Yeah. He's but like, I'm first gonna... she's got like a one on one. It's like her Ami mm-hmm. shows up first, oh, yeah. and she gets her ass kicked by Kunzai for a couple. Like she gets thrown they against the wall. All get their ass kicked yeah. by Kunzai. But it's so cool because she shows up and she gets beat up, and then he goes in for the kill, and she mm-hmm. like sees some water and is like, Oh man, this is like the most tough guy I've ever fought. Yeah. Uh, Jk, ice sword, and he's like, Oh shit. Yeah. yeah. Ice sword. But then she loses mm-hmm. control of it, and, and then that's when the other girls show yeah. up. But they all get their attacks yeah. absorbed and reflected back at them too, and yeah. then tuxedo mask shows up and he has the confrontation with Kunzai because he's the one who saw him become yeah. Kunzai in the first place and he's like you're not the man that you were yeah. fortunately Usagi's like still passed out for all of this so she didn't get tipped off to the fact that but, Mamoru might be tuxedo mask right but her nails are slowly growing and she's I in she's, it's that creepy thing where she's in a oh, dress yeah. that she was not in oh, before <clears throat> who changed her who put uh, her in that dress where was it where did it come from Obviously, um, Zoe Sight's closet. Yeah, well, either either he dressed her, which is creepy, mm. or he magically turned her clothes into that dress, which is equally shitty because he ruined her outfit by morphing right. it into and an, she a had weird a cute dress. outfit on before she that. She did. It was and a real cute sweater. Now she's in like a, a weird, weird, weird gown, like white nightgown like, thing, like a sacrificial not gown, not like too dissimilar in some ways from like when Demond puts her in that. dress. I feel like yeah. that's why they did it. Yeah, there are certain things in this since they didn't do subsequent seasons that I kind of like attribute. I, the thing is, I think when they made the show, I don't. I, I'm sure they would have made more seasons, but, but I don't it think only they did passingly well. But I don't think they counted on it. So there's definitely things in it like 
Sailor Luna feels very Sailor Chibi Moon, right. and the princess destroying the universe feels very Sailor, Sailor Saturn. Saturn. And yeah, mm-hmm. the the dress is like an that's homage. A, that's a demand. <laughs> yeah, thing, it's, for a, sure. it's an homage to good old Prince Demand. Why did he put her in a dress if he's just gonna <clears throat> turn her into a furry? I don't know. Mm. Well, it, maybe, maybe it helps. Maybe like amplifies. <laughs> well, no. Because the only way we saw her in the weird fox demon furry mm-hmm. thing uh-huh. was in Ami's nightmare. Mm-hmm. Now, when she starts oh, to transform right. in the cave, mm-hmm. she doesn't take on a form like that, right? She starts no, to. She There's starts like an to. effect around her. But, as we, if. but, but she it, never actually morphs into the wolf thing. Does the shape around her... I don't think it looked like a wolf. It did. It yeah, did. it did. It did? Yeah. Briefly. I was gonna, I was gonna say maybe whatever. Was gonna she was just like gonna a, be evil. She was gonna be like dark. She was gonna uh, be like white barrel. Uh, that would have been so much cooler. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Her eyes did flash, and I do feel like they're like the, 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 the Yeah, the bang she did like the, the gnashing teeth kind mm-hmm. of thing. But damn. Never mind. My, there yeah. goes my theory. I mean, her, her nails did just get super long like they green did. barrels, though. So And her lips got crazy glossy. Apparently, oh, when did. you turn into a monster, you get super glossed. I guess. I thought he, uh, yeah, I, uh, for a moment, thought he was just going to, like, yeah. have his own, like, personal barrel babe. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. And yeah. then it was like, oh, he's just going to do the furry thing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm just trying to figure mm-hmm. out a justification for that dress. For the dress, yeah. But I can't find one, so oh well. Yeah, well, it's for the fan fiction. It's, it's for, for the fan exactly, fiction. It's for the fan fiction and the homage to Prince Damon that nobody wanted. Guys, um, yeah. Hashtag do it for the fic. Do, do it for fic. the fic. Uh, yeah, but then basically, like, she hears the voices of all her friends mm-hmm. calling to her, and she gets over it. And Yeah, she just wakes up and is like, oh, man, what a gnarly nap. Mm-hmm. And I'm they're a... like, uh, girl, transform. Yeah. You're in the middle of a battle. And she <laughs> goes, oh, uh, what? Yep, and does. Yeah, it's great. Again, they they got my notes. They did. They got my notes. She woke up and was like, oh, this looks super weird. I'm going to transform before I ask any questions. Exactly. Yep. And then they drive Kunzite away. They don't beat him. I know. I love that Makoto's plan was like, I'm just going to go kill him. And it's like, <laughs> girl. Like, he's like the leader of the Shitano. Right. I mean, I know you don't know who he is, but like... You're not at that video game level yet. Nah, right? you, didn't, you, know, you don't have enough EXP to fight the boss yet. Also, he had, <laughs> he had enough powers to take out Sailor Moon, so he, maybe... Yeah. 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 Uh, Do some research. But it all ends happily. Uh, tuxedo mask, <laughs> cape flourishes away. Of course. Uh, Kunzite is no longer wearing a chunky turtleneck, mm-hmm. and now he's all sexy. Yep. What happens to his, his big house? trouble in Little China outfit? I don't know what happens to his house. Like, what? Like, is it going to get foreclosed on? My question is, was it his house, or was there someone else living there, too? Like, Oh, that would suck if you're... Like, his roommate, <laughs> his roommate <laughs> comes from down, from upstairs, and there's just, like, black flower petals all over the foyer. And, uh, some seashells. Yeah, and he's like, what the fuck? Come on! Mm-hmm. Uh, dude, and he's, like, knocking on the door. He's like, rent is due in a week. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to give me a month's notice if you're going to bail. I'm going to have to cover that with the landlord, because <laughs> I took you in on good faith. I'm pretty sure that, like, <laughs> our deposit doesn't cover excessive flower petals, man. Yeah. Uh, I think we are meant to believe that he lives on his own. However, that thought did cross my That's mind. That's a big house. Yeah, it is a big house. For Japan, especially. Yeah, it's a really big house for so, Japan. Like, but, um, who takes yeah. over that well, lease? Kunzite's mm-hmm. uh, taking up residence in a cave now, though. Maybe it's, like, man. some old grimmauld place where you can only see mm. it. It's, like, oh. only exists oh. to the eyes of people who are, like, supposed to see it. <gasps> Ooh. Boom. I like that. Yeah. So, yeah. Then I, that would uh, explain why he's just 
there. Yeah. Like he's just been like a universe packet. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yep. I like that. I'm that's, down. I feel like that's all in line with my like Dawn theory. Yeah. Of, you know, I'll buy people it. I'm all right with suddenly that. know who, who she is. And, yeah, I'll buy huh? into that. I like I'm it. into it. I'm into it. Yeah, I I just like that Pretty Guardian kind of addresses that whole thing that like the Shitano were awakened in this yeah. time and place also. Mm-hmm. So I just yeah. Yeah. Good good couple episodes. Man, it was a fun time. I really enjoyed these episodes. Yeah. I always forget how much I like Pretty Guardian until I read it. Watch it again. I and know. then I oh, and so then fun. I'm always surprised because especially right now, because we've been watching all those old news. Mm-hmm. I forgot how good the wigs are. The wigs in Pretty Guardian Taylor Moon oh are my amazing. God. I forgot how good they were. I like just <laughs> I was just like staring at all the colors of blue in Ami's wig. Like Ami's wig is so, so good. good and in then, Pretty Guardian. And Usagi's wig is amazing. It's oh my god. It's the perfect shade of blonde. It is. It yeah. looks really good with her skin tone. Mm. It's a really good wig. Yeah, the wigs are amazing. You know what this feels like? Mm. A lot of the best stuff in Pretty Guardian feels like to me. Uh, for anyone who's played a role-playing game or a D&D, this feels like somebody's really awesome Sailor Moon role-playing yeah, game. Yeah, it mm. definitely does. Like, you would go to your friends, you'd be like, man, I was playing the Sailor mm. Moon role-playing game, and it was so cool because we met this guy, and it turned out he was secretly Kunsight, and then, yeah. he and then we had to roll to defeat him, and Ami rolled a 20 and made an ice sword. Mm. It was so great. Like that, it feels like somebody modified like a yeah. D&D campaign to be about Sailor Moon characters. I totally agree with you on that. And like that. the DM totally ran agree. this epic like yeah. Kunzite. Oh man, wait, arc. didn't somebody make <clears throat> character sheets that were D&D <clears throat> that were kind of reflective of I yes, somebody like sent them to us, like sent us pictures of them or whatever. I mean there that. is no, but there's a Sailor Moon role playing game. Like there's a legit like with like, oh, yeah, yeah. I hear it's not I hear it's great. not great either. I think there's there's a couple like generic anime sort of role playing games where like the characters are based on anime archetypes that I think actually serves as a better basis for mm-hmm. a Sailor Moon RPG. I was talking about this uh, with Malika Lim, uh, who is over at Hyper RPG, where I do the Star Wars role playing game that I do, mm-hmm. and she was explaining how like she did a um, like Super Sentai campaign one time. It was just <laughs> a, a one off. That's fun. And uh, and that she kind of merged a couple different things. To create what she really wanted. We should do that. Yeah, that's pretty rad. We should do that in <laughs> Sailor Moon. Michelle was, uh, I am Chubby Bunny. Michelle was looking at the like Sailor Moon role playing game, trying to like figure it out because she make thought it, it sounded funnier. sort of fun. Yeah. We should do it. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh, that's what happened. Man, that was great. Uh, yeah, that was a good time. Yeah. And the turtle made it safely back home. even though even though stupid stupid Botiki was like, is it okay for me to just like take my turtle out for walks? No, no. that's how this started. That's how you lost it in the first place. You congratulations! Idiot. You unleashed the fourth horseman of the apocalypse. Right. The last mm-hmm. time you let your goddamn turtle out, mm-hmm. Lucifer himself is gonna tap dance and you let this fucking turtle out I again. Know. Go fuck yourself! You know who the real villain is? Yeah, Kamikichi. <gasps> no, he started all this shit. He's running it. The, the turtle whole is secretly time. Metallia. Mm-hmm. The turtle is Metallia. I'm telling you. Secretly Metallia. We we need to put this on a Reddit forum. <laughs> that Kamikichi is secretly Metallia. It's secretly Metallia. Let's get some traction on this. I love it. Do a side-by-side side of every time a turtle was present for a Sailor Moon moment. Oh, like the snail in Adventure Time? Yes! yes. Or like the little black turtles in Over the Garden Kamikichi yes. is the actual Metallia. That's, that's actually where Metallia's power is. That's what I'm saying. Damn it. All right, well... 
Man. That solves that mystery. <laughs> I don't even have anything else to add to that. Like, that's the button on it. You're welcome. You solved it. I tried. Yeah. You put all the pieces together? I did. I you, did. You in, my mind, in my mind palace. Yep. Like Sherlock. <laughs> I've, just got, I've just got like a collage on that wall with all the string. Yep. Oh, yeah. You guys can't see it because you're not in here with us. Uh, Kelby has collected <clears throat> newspaper clippings uh, and um, mm-hmm. Sailor Moon timeline post-its. And yeah. there's just green string mm-hmm. connecting every corner of this room. Yep. And it yep. just says turtles in big letters. Yep. 100%. <laughs> that's 100% what's happening. Turtles, you can't see it. So as far as you know, it it's It says there. it's turtles all the way down. It's turtles. All the way down. Uh, yeah. Not too much uh, news-wise on the Sailor Moon front uh that isn't that's like new and breaking right. the dvd of a Eternal is coming out but they always come out with dvds of the new muse uh you'd need to make sure that you can that you have like a region free right, player, player or whatever uh and it of course will all be in japanese with japanese menus and everything like that right best uh, of luck yep good good luck with that uh you might as well just get it from misdream.org uh, yeah exactly i wish that they would like have if they like had a domestic Blu-ray release of the news, I would a hundred percent buy it. Just like if they had Pretty Guardian Sailor yeah, Moon, I would buy we it. We will give you our money. Yeah. Oh, please, please like give you... it to me in a format that is consumable for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like that is why, even though I prefer to watch anime in Japanese with subtitles almost exclusively, I appreciate dubs because they're so necessary to bring anime to, the to a wider audience you know what i mean and that's why we're able to get all these great like blu-ray releases and all these amazing anime series coming to things like crunchyroll and hulu (gasps) holy shit oh my god you guys 13 year old Uh, me is freaking out guys Gundam, okay, so they put five new Gundam series on Hulu originally. But the only one that really matters. I know, up until now, they only had Iron-Blooded Orphans, which is the newest Gundam Super series. Super good, though. But holy shit, you guys, Gundam Wing is on Hulu. This is our time. It is. This uh, is our time oh down here. God. Oh my God, it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> I like tweeted about it yesterday, and I have gotten so many interactions on that yes. tweet. And today yes. I posted like, yeah, for sure, all 49 episodes are the only thing that's not there is Endless Waltz, which is fine, because guys, obviously still have my Endless Waltz DVD. Right. It's, it's in the right. case next to your Vice Crew. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just oh, outed you on the internet. My other Fujoshi shit. <laughs> Emma's got it all. She I made remember, me watch an episode of this. I remember that show. Oh my god, it's so dumb. It literally it's so dumb. exists only for Fujoshi oh, to ship yeah. the boys together. Oh yeah, no. They all yeah. have Yowie mm. hands. Like, oh my god. <laughs> it's so stupid. Emma showed it to me. I turned yes. to her and, and I said, is stupid. And I said, oh my god, it's so I stupid. hate this. It's so dumb. I hate this. I remember the first time I saw it, I was sleeping at a friend's house and she was the one I got most of my anime from when she found out I was obsessed with Gundam Wing. She was like, I've got so much to show you. And that was yeah, the beginning can. of our beautiful friendship. But and she showed you that. She showed me Vice Crisis. Well, at the time, <laughs> I was just excited to be getting anime. So she showed me that. She showed me one episode of Utena and then she showed me Angel Sanctuary. <laughs> oh my God. That's Angel Sanctuary. I think I still have my Angel Sanctuary I used to DVDs. have that on VHS. <gasps> Shit, girl. Dude, I loved <laughs> Wait, Angel are you Sanctuary. saying we should do an Angel Sanctuary episode? No, of no, 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 we no. should not. I won't do that. I'm not going to do that to anybody. That's awful. <laughs> no, I, re- I recognize that Angel Sanctuary is garbage, but I, but it's, it's garbage it the, that I love. But it's, like the first, um, uh, uh, it, it was so weird. Yeah, I think I still have Angel Sanctuary. 
And I definitely still, I have some weird old anime. Yeah. Like, you you guys, I had no. some, uh, I used to have all my weird anime on VHS and then I gave it all away when I left college. Like I, a dummy. I didn't have a VCR. Like I didn't need dummy. it. I didn't have a VCR. I didn't need it anymore. <laughs> It's making someone else happy. Someone else is watching all your weird Everybody in the Cal State Long Beach green room in the theater department is watching my anime now because mm-hmm. that's where I left it with. Oh, that's a really good place to leave anime. Because the green room had a VCR. That's actually a so really So I just good left idea. it all there. Huh, nice. I hope they, I hope you go back like 20 years from now and they're still oh, watching Oh, there's just a us. bunch of weebs on the couch watching my copy like, of Princess we, Mononoke. There's a tradition yeah. at this school that before every show we watch an episode of Angel Sanctuary. There's only Aww. three, so there that you go. That is true. There, it is. It's only a three-episode OVA. It was yeah. an OVA. Yeah. It's the, not Yeah, the manga's what? a lot. I think the manga's a lot longer than yeah, that. Yeah, but yeah. I think the manga finished. Yeah. That's yeah. silly. Yeah. 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 So you can read the manga and get the whole story, but the anime Aww. was only three episodes because it was an OVA. And it's like real weird. It's so girl Weird. After we wrap this up, I will tell you about Angel Sanctuary. <laughs> no, I believe yeah. you have before, and it sounded um, Oh, it's so yeah. weird. Okay, but anyway, so we, obviously, Kelby and I, were both big Gundam Wing fans. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> we ran a, a poll on our Twitter. Uh, as of the time we were recording this episode, it has... Uh, uh, 13 minutes left on it, so I'm taking this as more or less the final vote, because not that much is going to change in 13 minutes. No, I don't think uh, so. And so, obviously, like, Gundam Wing is real far away from what we talk about on this podcast. We were able to justify Vampire Hunter D, because it was, like, Halloween. Right, and Vampire. And yeah. because we do what we fucking want. Right, that's true, that's and true. And we also found a way to tie it back mm. into Sailor Moon in the end. I, yes, I, I exactly. do remember doing that. Uh, but, you know, so I, I talked with Kelby, and I was like, oh, we should do a Gundam Wing episode. She's like, that might be way off time. Topic. And I was like, all right, let's put it, let's put it to the internet to vote. Right. Uh, and on Twitter, the results were the options I gave were: should we do an episode about Gundam Wing? Hell yes. If you really want to, ellipsis, uh, no thanks, or what the fuck is Gundam Wing? <laughs> uh, there was 65% of people voted for hell yes. 65%? Yes, and actually there wow. were people tweeting at us being like, can I vote? I want to vote more than once for yes, because <laughs> like I need this. Um, and then uh, 16% if you really want to, 9% no thanks, and 10% what the fuck is Gundam Wing? Well, that 10% is uh, about to get they educated. They are about to get educated, <laughs> yeah. and they were also probably born before, like, or, or after 1995. Yeah, probably. Uh, or 1992, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. Facebook, holy moly, we got so, many so much positive feedback uh, regarding us doing a Gundam Wing episode. I want to give uh, a couple of shout outs uh, to all of those wonderful people because that just made me so happy to see that you I'm guys I'm just glad like... to see that the love for Gundam Wing mm-hmm. is still alive. Yeah, it's super <laughs> still alive. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Uh, In response to that, uh, (laughs) Tony Ryan was like, I mean, I've only ever watched it, but you guys really do talk about it on the podcast a lot. So, like, you should probably just do an episode about it. Uh, (laughs) Jack Satt was all about it. Andre Drew. uh, OMG, yes, please. Uh, Natasha Reed, please do a Gundam episode. Cameron, totally do it. Kate, do it. Lizette, I will scream if you do a Gundam Wing episode. (laughs) So, girl, you get ready. Elizabeth Freeman, David Dominic, uh, Jeffrey Piat. And and Jeffrey Piat also accurately mentioned that um, G Gundam does have a Sailor Moon Gundam in it. They do. Yeah, and the I've totally bonkers G Gundam. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen the the model kits. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was mm. a fake. No, no, it's no, a no. legit I've thing. seen pictures no, of that Gundam. and I thought it was like a Photoshop. Yeah, I thought, nah. it, I thought it was like a just like a, a goofy thing too and then I was talking to mm-hmm. Templeton about it and, and he, he's like, no, that's a legit thing. Oh, man. Yeah. 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 So. Uh, also got lots of really nice emails uh, from fans over the past couple of weeks here uh, from Sid who we met at ALA, uh, Steven. Hi, Sid. Uh, we also 
have an email uh, from Heza Kuhn, from oh, Alex, yeah. from Caro. Just so many really nice emails. We promise we will get around to responding to you guys. It's just been a crazy yeah. couple of weeks. Well, I did so. read, I did read uh, Steve's <clears throat> and Heza Kuhn's mm-hmm. on the last episode. Okay. So we read those. Anything that's happened after uh, after that, I have no idea. Okay, super. Alex. And since my best friend, we talk about things you don't you don't you guys don't know about. Yeah, very, <laughs> very special, very close. Yeah, and then uh, uh, yeah, Caro uh, or Caroline is who uh, the Caro is uh, sent just the email today. Oh no, Carolina is her name. Carolina. I see it at the, at the end Carolina. of it here. Uh, but yeah, basically, uh, she asked if we're planning on covering uh, Act Zero of Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon. At some point, we most certainly will. Oh yeah, uh, I'm sure. So uh, I'm glad we were able to uh, get you a little bit more uh, Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon in this episode. Uh, also, uh, did you read the February 7th iTunes review on the last episode? Who was the name? Ivanovic? Yeah, Ivanovic. Yep, okay, read awesome. That one. Great. Thank you again. Yeah, and again, uh, if you are an iTunes user, we do always uh, <laughs> appreciate getting no, that he's feedback. he's a fan. Ivanovic fan. Uh. <laughs> In the iTunes store, it makes us look good. It boosts it our, our our spot in iTunes. Uh, and yeah. We want to be number one. It we makes do. us feel pretty. We do. We're constantly fighting for that number one spot. We are one of be, these days. We are going to be number <laughs> Guys, one. We are we are the Makoto mm. running through we the are. streets of the city. Fight them. So, yeah, uh, I think it's pretty safe to say our next episode is going to be about Gundam Wing. Uh, yeah. Because it's, it's about robots. Relevant. <laughs> God, this is what, guys, guys, <laughs> guys, you don't understand. Get ready for some weirdness. You don't understand. <laughs> this is what kicked it off. This like, Okay, this so for me, Sailor it. Moon was like my gateway into right. anime, and Gundam Wing like full Sealed on it. solidified Sealed it. it. That like was this, the nail in your yeah, coffin. This was, was my, if we're talking in terms of like 80s ideas of gateway drugs, like... Sailor Moon was my my mm. first puff on a joint, and then Gundam Wing was my cocaine? my black tar heroin. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, look forward to that next week, guys. Uh, if that changes for any reason, we'll let you know. But eh, it's not gonna change. I don't think <laughs> it's so. definitely not gonna. It's, it's oh, we're so excited. Uh, we hope you guys are too. Uh, for those of you who don't like Gundam Wing, you can skip this Just episode skip it. or or give it a chance or yeah, educate guys, yourself. I am I'm there I'm there for you because I know Jack should have been Gundam Wing. Girl, but you, you gonna learn. <laughs> Guys, I think they're going to lock me in this room. I'm going to strap you to that bed and I'm going to pry your eyes Dang, open like no. in clockwork oh, orange. Don't, but don't put me in a weird white dress first. <laughs> I'll at least have like saline solution to oh, drop in nice. your eyes. That's, oh, that's nice. Super yeah. helpful. That's, yeah. that's really the only thing. I'll puree all your meals so that you can drink <gasps> through a straw. It'll be great. You, nice. blend, you blend me up some watermelon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Make mm-hmm. me some melonade. I will. No. Oh, thanks, babe. So, You're going to watch it. Oh, yes. That is going to conclude this episode of Love and Justice, a serious Sailor Moon podcast. Uh, Lola, where can the people find you? Oh, man. You can find me anywhere you find an Unwinona. U-N-W-I-N-O-N-A. Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram. If there's an Unwinona, that's me. Kelby. You can find me on Instagram, Feminerdity. Also Tumblr, Feminerdity. But on Twitter, I am at Real Feminerdity, is in the genuine article. Uh, I don't have any projects that are out. I mean, you could watch the Pokeball video again. It's really good. It's pretty great. I'm in it too. Yeah, and I, and I did I did make up for it. It's great. I'm in the behind the scenes stuff, yeah, but like yeah, it's fun. just painting people's you faces. Cute, babe. Oh, yeah. thanks. My outfit was good that day. Yeah, it was a really fun, <laughs> it was a really, really fun uh, shoot to be part of. Buy tickets to Labyrinth. 
Do it. Nerd yeah. Uh, and I'm Emma Fife. I can be found all over the internet wherever Emma Fife's are sold at my name. Emma Fife, E-M-M-A-F-Y-F-F-E. All F's as in Frank. No S's as in Snake. Uh, I'm wrapping up the Voltron after show on After Buzz in the next couple of weeks here. Uh, this week on Thursday at 9 o'clock p.m. will be our second to last episode. We are going to be joined uh, this week by the wonderful Neil Kaplan, uh, who is the voice of Emperor Zarkon. So that'll be... <laughs> That should be a great time. Uh, He's then, a bad, bad yeah, man. Yeah, and then we're, we're, we're working on who's going to be on the last episode. It might be quite the crew, and it should be really fun. Deviant? Uh, possibly. Oh, my it's God. Possibly. Like, Ask him if he likes Sailor <laughs> like, like jo- It was so funny. When Josh Keaton was on the show, people in the chat were like, you should really get Steve on the show. And Do you we know were how like, hard it is um, to track down Steve? We were like, yeah, obviously he has a standing invite. And I told Josh that, and he's like, but Emma, really, you should get Steve on the show. He's like, no, I'll talk to him. <laughs> he's making that walking dead money. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, well. Well, I mean, uh, he's he getting residuals. <laughs> he's getting true, residuals now. He's, but, getting, he's getting all sorts of merchandise. He is. He he is. Busy. He, he's fine. He's busy. He's about to have he, some babies. He's like, hot as hell. I know. Yeah. The Avatar's going to have babies? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, po- possibly twins is what the, oh is what the rumor God. is. Yeah, Bailey yep. twins. They're gonna grow up to rule oh, the world. Oh man, someday. they uh, really are. They're gonna be so cute. Yep. Uh, yeah. So that's wrapping up, and then of course uh, I am doing a bunch of stuff over at Schmoes and Collider. You can catch me on TV Talk with some regularity. You can see me frequently doing uh, the post match uh, Schmodown interviews for the movie trivia Schmodown. I am actually going to be participating as part of a team in the movie trivia Schmodown on March fourteenth. Uh, myself and Joelle Monique, who is one of my co-hosts on the Star Wars Rebels After Show at After Buzz TV, are going to be competing as the Night Sisters. And if any of you guys are into uh, Star Wars, you will know what that is. Uh, specifically, the animated Star Wars universe. Mm. Is that an Ewok? Mm. Uh, uh, no. No. <laughs> Uh, is it two Ewoks? Stop. Uh, good try. Good try. <laughs> uh, yes. So, uh, and also, of course, uh, Hyper RPG, 9 o'clock p.m. Uh, every Friday night, playing Pencils and Parsecs, which is a Star Wars RPG, and it is really, really fun. You should totally watch it. Uh, but enough about me. Let's talk about us. We are on Twitter at LNJPod. Letter L is in love. Letter N, Nancy. Letter J, Justice Pod. First part of podcast. You can also send us emails at loveandjusticepod at gmail.com, as many of you have done recently. Thank you so much. We love hearing <laughs> from you. Uh, and also find us on Facebook at Love and Justice, a serious Sailor Moon podcast, even though it's really not very serious at all. Obviously. Thank you so much for listening, you guys. Hope you had fun. We had fun. We're really excited to talk about Gundam Wing next I'm week. I'm start, like, right now. I know. Like, I'm literally going to just <laughs> like, go. wrap it up. Watch it up. Put it on okay, right now. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, so we will talk at you again next week. And in the meantime, stay magical. magical.